number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. It's a gloomy Los Angeles morning, but we are on the phone with somebody that's quite international. I want to welcome to my show Didier Laguet, Marco de Comunicación. Welcome, welcome, Didier. Thank you very much, Cindy, and uh, I'm very happy for this opportunity to share some of our experiences at Marco de Comunicación with your listeners in the United States. Well, they're actually worldwide. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, no, they're excited to listen to you, too. Um, when I don't want them to under, when I don't want my English speaking listeners to understand, then I'll speak to you in Spanish. <laughs> but we have a lot That's of we have that. a lot of um, we have a lot of Latino fans as well, so they like it when I speak Spanish. So we could go back and forth. Good. Buenos dias todo el mundo. <laughs> <laughs> Buenos dias todo el mundo. <laughs> See, it's, I didn't even tell you. That's the April Fool's joke. You know, we have this day here in the United States called April Fools on April first, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so the April Fools Day thing is I'm doing the whole show in Chinese. Can you can you stick with me? Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, English or Spanish, though, I think. We'll we'll stick to ma- no Mandarin today. Okay, I won't. Okay. Uh, we won't do that. Well, listen. Welcome to the show. In all seriousness, today a lot of my listeners are public relations practitioners, and they don't get to hear an international perspective very often. So I think that it's great to have you, a newly found affiliate, right? on the show and um, talk about all the wonderful things we're going to do together. (laughs) I think it's fantastic, just fantastic. Um, Let's talk about the differences between worldwide public relations and, you know, regional public relations because I think for those people who only practice public relations in a specific country really can have a lot of surprises when they go into a new country, think that they can apply what they know, you know, just by taking out the formula and reapplying it to another land, and that's not always the case, is it? No, not really. I mean, public relations in the end is a very cultural thing, and uh, as it goes with culture, it's a very local thing. Um, It's not just language. It's the whole perception of how you perceive messages, of how, you know, you pick up influences, and um, that means that a good PR program, if it's a global PR program, should always be implemented with local local uh, differences, um, especially when you go to the level of implementation. Um, strategy setting can be global. You know, your key message positioning should, in all means, by all means, be um, identical in all the countries and all the markets you want to operate in. But uh, when it comes down to creating news or to influencing uh, politicians or to uh, changing perceptions or driving people to buy a certain brand or a certain product, um, it pretty much comes down to what works best locally. And that is something I learned very early in my career when uh, I joined Levi's, uh, Levi's Strauss and Company, as the uh, corporate communication manager for Europe, Middle East, and Africa, where, of course, you know, there were certain markets across that region that have uh, a pretty different way of um, implementing PR programs. And then later on, when I moved on to the, uh, the body shop um, as global head of communications, um, well, that was uh, a bigger play field even, um, even than in Levi. That was uh, 40-something-plus markets. Um, and even product-wise, you know, the, the creams that you have um, 
for moisturizing your skin, for instance, is pretty different in uh, northern European markets to southern European markets, um, which don't stand to have such a you know wet weather in the south of Europe as in the north of Europe, and certainly in Asia, where skins. You know, the composition of the skin is totally different from European skin. So there you go. Not just, you know, communication is different when you work on a global scale, but uh, also sometimes the products. Oh, yes. Remember, I was responsible for exporting Playboy all around the world. I was responsible for exporting the American dream. (laughs) So do men look at women uh, across the globe in a similar way? Are there differences there as well? You know what? It's in, you know what? It's very different. Just like you mentioned, skin creams. I, I think that the perception of, you know, um, you know, sexual materials or naked women um, is is perceived very, very differently. But there's many different audiences. There's the government. There's the consumer, and um, you know, then there's the business gatekeepers, if you will, and then there's, so, you know, we had to adjust to every single solitary market worldwide. What was interesting as, you know, a person from the United States is that, you know, we all learned over and over again that the country that had the most puritanical hang-ups was probably in the United States. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, everything when it came to nudity and advertising and, you know, um, al- you know, distilled spirits and tobacco advertising around the world, everybody else had a, you know, were a lot more relaxed. And even sure. when you went to the, even when you went to the Catholic countries, you know, like Mexico or even Spain, you know, where there's a Playboy, Brazil, um, mm-hmm. you know, where, where there was a high Catholic influence, you know, they even liked Playboy more because it was so much more taboo with the Catholic Church. <laughs> no, I can imagine. I remember at the body shop when we were launching the self-esteem um, team, which was basically um, with the Ruby um, doll. Uh, she was a kind of Barbie lookalike, but a lot more voluptuous, so a little bit, you know, filled up. Right. And, um it's uh, the same similar campaign that Dove is now copycatting um, that we invented at the body shop, which is basically saying to them, look, you know, our creams and products are not going to make you younger. Uh, they're just going to make you feel good and look good. So, you know, no false hope there. But really, you know, uh, positioning alongside women and, and let them um, feel themselves at ease and, and really great about themselves. And um, the, um, the Ruby uh, character, we did a picture on a sofa, because this is a doll, so it's not a real woman. Um, and we put that um, as the photo for the campaign, the PR campaign that was rolled out worldwide. Now, can you imagine that we also did some advertising with that uh, image? And in the Middle East, um, we actually ended up with the uh, country manager uh, of one of the uh, local affiliates of the body shop uh, in jail, because, you know, we portrayed a naked but isn't that great PR? You made impact. It is. It was, it it was is. so relevant that somebody went in jail. That's a big deal. Well, I, I must tell you that I negotiated with Anita Roddick, who was the founder and at the time CEO of the body shop. Um, she passed away recently, so that's, that's a very sad thing. Um, I managed to, to agree on a bonus for each day that would pass in jail when I was launching the hemp product launch in, uh, in Paris. Um, because, you know, the French legislation is, uh, is very um, difficult on uh, products that might look like, um, you know, um, hushes. And uh, hemp is actually family of that plant. So there you go. Uh, you know, jailing people is great free PR, so I it totally is. agree with you. Jailing, riots, um, people taking off their clothes. <laughs> you know, it sex tapes. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's always great for PR. We know that all. Well, listen, you also you talked about Body Shop, and I know that you're very proud, Marco, de Comunicación, with, with um, the Levi campaign. Did you do that while you were at Marco or somewhere else? Well, uh, Levi was really when I was at Levi. Um, so Levi is, is a great brand, and that was back at the time when uh, Levi was, was at its top uh, of its popularity. And, uh, you know, when you went to bars or um, on the street, you could only see people wearing Levi jeans, jeans first and Levi second. Um, that changed a lot. I mean, the, the new big brand for uh, the Levi family is Dockers, and everybody is now wearing Chinos. Um, but back then, you know, the big thing for Levi was, in Europe at least, to complement the sexiness of the brand with a corporate reputation uh, add-on. And that's what I really focused on with my team uh, across the European market, um, to really try to develop a corporate image. Um, when I started, I did a, I conveyed a, a survey in uh, seven European markets to find out what opinion leaders, you know, chief editors, um, unionists, um, workers um, really knew about the corporate values of Levi because it's one of those great companies that really stand for doing the business in an ethical way. And we find out that um, they knew zip about it across Europe. And, you know, that was not surprising because my position was newly created, which means that prior to that, in Europe at least, Levi was never communicating on its corporate values or its corporate uh, policy programs. Um, so starting from that basis, um, we rolled out a very aggressive campaign to uh, highlight its commitments, um, you know, with NGOs to um, promote uh, knowledge about transmission of AIDS, uh, and we partnered with lots of NGOs against racism and, and stuff like that. And that really helped, um, you know, enlarge the brand's uh, essence. Uh, and that's, I think, what is a great learning for um, what is a consumer brand is that you know, you can't make a distinction between your purely um, brand values in terms of consumer branding and your corporate values in terms of corporate social responsibility. Uh-huh. In the end, nowadays consumers, what they really want is a brand that embraces both, um, you know, the, the, the feel-good factor, but also doing business ethical factor. Of course, particularly now, there's a lot of brands you know, that are focusing on the environment, doing everything green. That's sort of, you know, I think that green and the environment is the hot topic du jour. Um, we say when we're talking to a client, it's, you know, what new what dot-com was to the 90s, the environment is to the new millennium. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, That's very well put. You know, when we with, um, with Marco de Comunicación and the ECHO Network, we belong to an uh, independent agency network called ECHO. Um, no, hablamos a eso, por favor. No, just kidding. It's okay. Private jobs, people. Yeah, go ahead. You can talk about ECHO. <laughs> ECHO stands for European Communication and Consulting Organization, although it's worldwide now. It started in Europe. And uh, we've been a founding member. And last year we did a survey about corporate values, uh, so digging pretty much into the corporate social responsibility stuff. Uh, we did a survey with over 3,000 companies in 12 countries, including the United States, India, and most of Europe. And uh, funnily enough, uh, we found that the U.S. had the same, um, has listed, or the European, sorry, the American companies, better said, had listed um, in all their corporate uh, communication tools like websites, um, you know, uh, press releases, uh, you know, their annual programs, etc. Um, they would have put forward quality, innovation, client satisfaction, 
as the three corporate values which were most um, represented um, amongst the American companies. And those are exactly the top three globally. Whilst if you go to Europe, uh, there was a little bit of change there. It wasn't necessarily the same values that came up um, top. Okay, no, that's very interesting. Well, listen, we have to take a quick commercial break, but we're going to come back. We're going to talk more about corporate social responsibility or public affairs, as we call it in the United States. Stay tuned with Didier Lage, and we'll be back in one second. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people, but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST, right here on the Voice America channel. Young people, do you want a forum to discuss your ideas and thoughts about what matters most to you? Speak Up brings together diverse voices, cultures, and ideologies from college-age adults across the country. Host Gina Holland provides a different perspective on how current affairs impact future generations. Broadcasting live every Thursday, Speak Up with Gina urges young Americans to think, ask pertinent questions, and affect change. That's Speak Up with Gina, Thursdays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. 
We're back with Didier, the Director and General Manager, Marco de Comunicación, and that's in España, Barcelona, and Madrid. Where are you right now, Didier? Right now, I'm in Barcelona, and I hope to come back to Miami, where we just opened our first American office. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well, Miami, if you're going to see that from your materials, who better to address the um, Hispanic market in the U.S., but... um, you know, a PR firm that has an affiliation with between Barcelona, Madrid, and Miami, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, we have actually been um, in business for nearly six years, and uh, we have been growing steadily. Uh, we're now 35 people uh, just in Spain, and we have uh, also been the um, independent PR agency who won the most awards for the last three years, each single year. And we're again in the lead for this year. We have just... Um, won four Global Mercury Awards, um, which um, um, were the, the gala, sorry, was in New York just uh, two weeks ago. And we were the only agency in, um, in uh, Spain to have uh, won. Well, congratulations. Uh, I, have about 50, I have about 16 of those myself. Wow, <laughs> I've, uh, there you go. I've hosted the dinner. We should, we should dinner, play cards so. with those, don't we? <laughs> so what we want to do really in, in the United States is duplicate, um, you know, the kind of campaigns that win awards and that we have been rolling out in Spain and in Europe. Uh, we really feel that we can bring value to the American markets, um, both in the technology B2B sector, which is one of our strengths, but also consumer and healthcare clients can benefit from you know, our creative uh, campaigns that um, tend to create news and build brands. And then the specific uh, product that we're really keen on launching um, is reaching out to the uh, Hispanic community across the United States. Let's not forget that Spanish is due to take over English in 10 years' time as the most spoken language in the United States. Now, my question is, who better than the best Spanish PR agency to talk in Spanish? Well, no, I, I tend to agree. I like the European sensibility. Maybe it will class things up around here. <laughs> <laughs> no. We hope so. No, I think I think it's great. No, we've we've done a lot of work, you know, as well in the Hispanic market and educating the Hispanic market, and you know, in the United States, when you go to places like um, you know parts of Texas, you know, Houston, Dallas areas, um, Miami, of course, New York, um, Los Angeles, San Diego, um, you know, the the Hispanic community is, you know, the Hispanic. Um, community who speaks Spanish as their primary language, you know, is grander than the people who speak English. So, <laughs> exactly, exactly, and that's where our partnership comes in place because obviously, you know, we um, we're going to launch from uh, Miami. We hope also to open up offices in, in other cities of the United States. Um, but it's uh, very important, like we said at the beginning, when you implement PR campaigns to do it locally. And obviously, when you talk about the Hispanic community in the U.S., that's a false concept. It's like Spain. Spain is five countries. I mean, we have five different languages in Spain, something people don't really know. Um, the same applies to the Hispanic community. I mean, how to influence people that come from um, Colombia or from Argentina or from Brazil uh, is not done in the same way. And also, if you look at where they live, what their reality looks like, it's pretty different when you live in Miami or in Houston or in L.A., even if you are, you know, from a Latin American background. Now, we've done, um, we work with an agency, an advertising agency, David and Goliath, and I have to say, you know, they did Kia Espanol, award-winning campaign, you know, creative agency. And they came up with concepts and research that were very, very interesting. And it argued that, you know, you cannot separate the Hispanic community from the, the, US, the U.S. consumer, you know, just because they speak a different language. And, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, much more of a psychographic um, study to justify the award-winning creative that they did for Kia. And, um, you know, so it's, um, you know, I think what media companies, not so much PR companies, but advertising agencies in the U.S. have done in the past is they highly segmented the Hispanic community, which new, new research demonstrates that that probably was a mistake to completely compartmentalize them. Mm. Well, you, you need to tune in into what makes them sick. Um, that's what PR is all about. What really makes you um, change your opinion is, is what it's all about. And if that means communicating in Spanish and with different packaging of the message, um, you know, according to the region you live in, that's, that's how it needs to be done. We also, you know, as MDC, as Marco de Comunicación, um, we definitely not limit ourselves to media relations. I believe that as a successful communication company, you really need to think about the tools you want to use to create an impact in the bottom line. And the bottom line can be change of brand perception, enhancing sales, um, you know, launching a product, whatever it takes uh, to achieve those goals, it's what you need to put into practice um, and implementing um, you know, using those tools to implement your uh, PR campaign. So we do a lot of events. Um, we do a lot of online communications. Uh, we have an in-house research department because very often we create news through media uh, sexy surveys. Um, that's something that works pretty well in Europe, and I understand that in the United States, um, depending on where and which media you target, it works very well as well. It's, um, it's, a, highly, it's, it's a highly preferred tool to do research for U.S. journalists. Um, a lot of people in the United States, you know, more people, it's gaining more popularity, but about 10 years ago it was a big secret. So, you know, mm. for those of us that engaged in research PR and worked with Frank Luntz, Yankelovich, um, you know, the big pollsters, Roper, um, we were ahead of the game because we always right. knew how to um, combine research studies and make it into news. And, I, you know, not enough people do that here in the U.S., but thankfully, you know, we're equipped to do that. And, um, you know, very, very interested in, you know, talking to you about collaborating on, you know, syndicated research that we could tailor to some of our clients. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, research, the more countries that are involved, the sexier it is for the, for the media because you can draw comparisons and look up uh, differences between, for instance, the United States, uh, Germany, Spain, Italy. You know, if you do it just United States, well, you can look at local differences between East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, etc., and there, there will be differences. And also in gender, you know, women, men, you know, what they opinionate about a certain product or a certain trend or a certain political situation tends to be very different. Um, but it just gains weight and, and impact if you can enlarge that and compare you know, the United States to certain European countries, Asian countries, Latin American countries, and, and that's where I think, you know, syndicated research cross-bounder is really um, a strong tool for creating news and uh, generating brand awareness. Well, absolutely, and I can tell you this, when you come into the United States, you know, with that kind of, you know, research mindset, it's going to be very, very well received. Um, you know, just very, you know, very well perceived. Especially if the research is not what one person would expect. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, you know, I mean, you know, things that come up that's very, very surprising. You know, like the Asians like sex more than the Hispanics do. You know, <laughs> it well, gets can you be specific there. The Asians is a big territory there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you know, it's just these are the things that make front page menus. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and in the end, you know, it's it's free. Um, it's free uh, input uh, data for the for the media. They don't have to pay to do their own research, so they're happy to use and and, and run with that. No, I, I think that's I think that's entirely true, and um, I think that you'll do very very well with that. Um, so let's going back to um, your U.S. expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the accounts that you think that you're going to proactively go after now that you have your office in Miami? Um, you know, I'm sure that you have your hit list of Large clients, um, you know, who in particular might want to reach the large Hispanic marketplace in the U.S. And I'm not just, I'm not putting you just in that category, but I think it's a major thing that you're probably planning to do. No, definitely. I mean, any major brand that wants to sell its products um, better and 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 uh, in a higher rate um, with the Hispanic community in the U.S is definitely on our target list. So if you're listening and you're a brand or PR director managing such a brand, have a look at our website, which is www.marcodecomunicacion.com. And it's in Spanish, so it would be like Marco de Comunicacion with one M and a C instead of the T. I hope that makes sense. And you will see our phone number of the Miami office on the homepage. So I think, um, you know, that there is also competition listening, so I won't give you a list of brand names straight away. But basically all the uh, large consumer goods um, brands would be on our target list, uh, specifically for the uh, Hispanic uh, community outreach. And again, you know, it will include advertising, it will include media relations, it will include events, it will include online and viral marketing communication. And we and do web design if, you really, if they really want it. Yeah, exactly. We are a full-service agency, and again, we believe strongly that you need to incorporate all the right tools to make a difference, and if that includes newsletters, websites, uh, viral marketing campaigns, they really work very well uh, currently, then you need to do that. And then the second uh, second group of people who might be interested in finding out what we're all about and how uh, we are able to create such a successful campaigns would be the B2B technology market. We really think that it makes sense for companies like DoubleClick, uh, belongs to um, Google now, um, which is one of our major clients uh, in Spain. Um, these type of companies, before they were acquired, you know, they tend to have like one, two people in each market in Europe. Um, they need really to go with an agency that can service them across the United States and the whole of Europe and even globally. And that's exactly what we can offer with our Echo network. Uh, so we cannot just service them um, in the United States, uh, but also in Europe and in Asia. I think that's fantastic. The Echo Network is certainly something that gives gives smaller agencies or mid-sized agencies the opportunity to, you know, go for some of the accounts that, you know, a BMS, a gigantic company like a Weber Shandwick, I think, mm-hmm. used to work, right? Did you used to work at Weber Shandwick? I did. I was the um, director of the consumer division first and then of the uh, technology division in Spain. Um, very aggressive, uh, fast-growing, very professional network. And it was just before I uh, was hired by Edelman to um, run their consumer healthcare and technology divisions in Spain as a deputy general manager for Spain. So I have quite a, a, a strong experience in um, the PR firms, the multinational PR firms, and they tend to be a little bit different when we talk about influencing locally. Um, I tend to be more directive, um, you know, wherever the lead agency sits, and very often that's, you know, in the United States, they dictate kind of, you know, what budgets and what tools you need to 
uh, use to implement their global strategy. And I think in, as an agency network, uh, because of the nature of the network, I mean, I'm partnering with um, people who are owning their own PR agency like I do. Um, so I can't really go to friends and say, look, Thierry, uh, you know, that would be my counterpart, uh, welcome, of Echo Friends. You have to do this and this this way, and that's going to be what I'm paying you. That's not how it works. What I need to say is, look, Thierry, we thought that this might work. Um, these are the key messages. That's the overall strategy. How would you do that to make it really a success in France? And that's a different, you know, one-to-one conversation than the global PR firms have. No, it's true. Well, listen, I want to talk more about, you know, the mid-sized and growing PR firms as opposed to the larger PR firms in the next segment. But first, we have to take a commercial break, and we're looking forward to having you back. Stay tuned. Okay. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties, festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment.com, or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakn-rollentertainment.com. The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished, inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do, and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We are back, live from Spain, and we're with Didier. <laughs> live from Spain, I like that. And it's what? It's almost 2 o'clock in the afternoon, right? About, well, a little um, bit later, we're hitting 4.30 now. Is it four thirty already? You know, yeah. I know you. I know you ask us to bookmark all the time different charts. So <laughs> it's sometimes complicated. I must admit, I made a mistake uh, last week. You know, with uh, the time zones and everything, change of the uh, the summer hour. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you you guys are on your first coffee, you know, in in LA on the East Coast. Well, Coast it depends zone. on who you are, really, Didier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, some of us in L.A. were born in New York and are first-generation Europeans, so therefore we do wake up at 5 o'clock. Those oh, in my LA God. That, yeah. Those, the, all, all the rest of L.A. right now, it's like they are sleeping until 9 a.m. <laughs> okay. There you go. I mean, but, That's more you know, like Spain. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, L.A. is very laid back, very laid back. So a New Yorker or a European can really excel in Los Angeles very easily because, you know, it's not hard to win a race with a bunch of... Um, you know, sleepy turtles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Culturally. Oh, sleepy turtle, I'm not sure. I mean, I just uh, listened to the jingle and uh, all those clears that hang on your wall. That that doesn't sound like a, t- a sleepy turtle to me. No, well, I, see, but I'm not the sleepy turtle, and that's why. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to, I'm just saying that, you know, it's just very, when you succeed in New York, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, that was really, you know, that's where I'm from, that's my background, and, you know, then Hugh Hefner decided to move me to Los Angeles because he wanted whoever that girl was who was getting those New York Times stories there, mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the culture is just astoundingly different. We talked, you and I talk about a lot about, you know, differing cultures, international, you know, um, behavioral differences and the like. And I have to tell you, you know, I've traveled around the world and there's no place that's more different than New York and Los Angeles. Um, You know, even in the business community in New York, if you're caught, I mean, you know, in most, you know, mid-sized to large companies, you know, if you're caught, like, with nothing to do, you're going to get fired. You know, in Los Mm -hmm. Angeles, it's like, you know, I came to this, and this is before the Internet was as proficiently used as it is today. So I used to see, like, assistants at their desk, like, reading books during the work hour. It was astounding to me. Uh, you know that I walked up and down the halls and took them away and said, "Listen, I hate oh to be uh, I hate to be a bitch, but you know what? If you don't have anything to if if Playboy is paying you for your time, okay, and you really don't have hmm. and you have nothing to do, come over to the PR department because I have plenty." <laughs> Absolutely, nothing bit, nothing bitchy about that. No, I agree with New York. I mean, the um, the country manager we just hired in our Miami office, uh, Maya Plens uh, Fagundes, uh, she's from uh, Brazil originally, but she's been working. Um, as the international affairs news editor, um, you know, sharing 
broadcasts that were picked up by over 30 million people worldwide um, in New York for the United Nations. Um, and then she also worked in Geneva for the World Trade Organization. And she was also in New York um, at the height of the dot-com boom, working for GovWorks.com as the marketing manager for Latin America. So we, we uh, And she has studied at Columbia University, etc. So we have um, hired a person in Miami, but, you know, she's a New York cookie. And, yeah, uh, well, that's good. No, I could tell that she's a New York. Just from my, you know, my short correspondence with her, I could tell that you've hired a really sharp cookie with great, terrific international credentials. See, that's what you have at MDC. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, we talk about the big agencies, and you and I certainly know them. You know, I've hired Howard Rubenstein, who's a you know a big U.S. agency. He didn't want to be bought by the Weber Shonwicks, and you know, good for him. But still, very probably one of the best independently owned um, public relations firms in the country. Um, you know, he he does things differently than the other mm-hmm. PR firms. What happens here, and this is really good for us as affiliates and Echo as. You know, I know that we are, we are, we are, you know, accepted affiliates. Let's just put it that we could all work together on projects. <laughs> but, um, I just want to, I want to put together a great plug. It's like agencies here, even the bigger ones, it's like cookie cutter package. You know, mm. you could go get a presentation from a Hill and Knowlton. You could get a presentation from Weber Shandwick, Ogilvy Worldwide, you know, and catch them. It's the same stuff. What they do is, is they have these, right. you know, interns or junior publicity coordinators going into their, you know, servers, looking at old presentations, cutting and pasting the contents mm. of those presentations, and that, in essence, is what is being presented to clients. They, because they're saving money, they're, you know, they don't want to put the top people to waste their time on, you know, putting all of this work into a presentation. So it's like, oh, we have an Audi presentation. Oh, take out the old General Motors one. Let's just slap and paste it together. Wow. <laughs> and people buy that stuff, yeah? And, and they buy it. It depends mm. on how well it's sold. But the problem is, is that you know the people who are selling it really probably don't have the knowledge that they're pretending to have. So there's this new, you know, issue in the United States, particularly when it comes to hiring a public relations firm, is people are really selling. Um, they want to get their first two months in. You know, that's right. what's standard here. Okay, so this is a ten thousand dollar a month client. Give us a check for twenty thousand, and we'll start. And we have a minimum of a six month contract. Okay, that's the way it is. So what everybody is, what everybody's into today is like the churn game, and you know American business people are going to catch up with that. It's like wow. they're they're sell it's churn. That's you know everybody's focused on becoming you know a fifteen million dollar company, a twenty million dollar company, a thirty million dollar company, so they could get on the Holmes report. You know everybody's just doing this for target purposes and bonus purposes. But you know what? At the end of the day, the product delivery is minimal and really embarrassing. Yeah, the, I must say that, um, you know, what you say, I saw in some of the divisions of Edelman and Weber Shendrick, obviously, you know, that's not the way I think business should be conducted. So that's maybe one of the reasons that Edelman, when I was in Spain, we, we grew the, uh, well, I grew uh, specifically the technology division from one person to 20 people in less than a year, um, because we would never copy-paste presentations and just swap the brand name uh, of a potential client with one that we already have on our books. You know, you ha- really have to think what makes sense as a PR program for that particular client. Um, but I must also say that, you know, um, across uh, a PR firm like Edelman, um, 
there are some really good people, and uh, I think it really depends on which office uh, in particular is, is doing, you know, the new business in, in a particular case. What, what I also think is, um, is really true is, um, you know, trying to get, like you said, your food in, in, in the door. Um, I think that's um, that's for us equally important, but not for the same reason. I mean, we we we're really not uh, um, preoccupied about having the first two months paid in advance. I'm even thinking of offering the first month for free. So, guys, go to our website, contact us, and we'll talk. Um, but um, what what I think is important is once you're inside, you can really gather a better understanding of what the real bottom line goals are. And once you start, you know, implementing the strategy that you set forward, there will be changes. There are always changes. Uh, you know, we have monthly review meetings, and whatever we came up of uh, at the start of the campaign uh, might be altered along the way to make it even better. And that's why I think it's really important to, you know, have a starting point so, somehow. And once you start partnering with your client, there's always opportunities to do more things. Hopefully, hopefully. Well, we're, we're the new agency game, and again, it's the U.S. agency game that I'm, I've been studying it over the last couple of years. I have to, I'm a journalist about public relations, right? Mm. Um, but, you know, clients just complain to me about it all. You know, clients who, um, you know, are sort of stuck with these agencies for a while, and, you know, they want to get out of it, and, you know, it, it's real, the stories that you hear, it's um, really embarrassing. So I think that you have a big mm. opportunity. Marco de Comunicación has a tremendous opportunity to, you know, sort of, you know, um, come in with the public relations, um, as a public relations firm with real sensibility, who wants to partner with companies, not just service them, and, um, you know, really make an impact on bottom line. I think one of the sell points that, you know, we all really have is, you know what, we work on your product. We work on your campaign. We don't give it to an intern, okay? And that's sure. what other agencies do. So I'm just kind of sharing with you the shocking competitive landscape here in the United States, which works to right. all of our advantages. <laughs> well, absolutely, and I do hope, Cindy, that we can partner on some of those campaigns that we hope to win, and uh, let's go for the awards together. Well, I, well, you have one more segment, so don't be getting off the phone so fast. Sure. Are you, I mean, you can talk after this commercial break. You can stay on for another nine minutes, right? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so listen, stay we're going to take one more break, <laughs> and then I want you to think of the next segment as being mm-hmm. the complete Didier segment. So, you oh, know, gosh. the next segment is entirely your commercial. I will just prompt you to talk Didier. Okay. You know? Let's, let's turn that into Marco de Comunicación and Echo, but I'll be your guest there. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rock and Roll Productions, we do everything. 
Except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment.com. Or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. We all know that somebody. They are always in a great mood, always smiling, always getting exactly what they want. What if that somebody could be you? Let Andrea with an I help you find your personal bliss every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel. Explore the endless possibilities of using the law of attraction through faith, trust, and support. Tune in Wednesdays to Ask Andrea, the law of attraction in action on the Voice America channel. Free yourself from the prison of your conditioned thoughts and destroy barriers that hinder your success. Tune in to Empowered Living, Life, Truth, and Being Free with host, speaker, writer, and personal coach Steve Maraboli. Steve and his expert guests take you on a quest for truth and highlight philosophies and strategies that help you release your greatest self. It's time to shake off mediocrity, destroy personal barriers, live up to your greatest potential, and align with happiness, success, and excellence with Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free with Steve Mariboli. Broadcasting every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free. Release the power within. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more Stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Here I am, and I'm here with Didier, and Didier with Marco de Comunicación Internacional. Like that. <laughs> Hello, I love it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I like it too. It's kind of like Didier from Marco de Comunicación Internacional. <laughs> keep, keep saying that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll walk around saying that all day, okay? <laughs> Just make sure that Diane and I get the commission when we close business for you. That's all we want. That's okay. You know, uh, that's a dumb deal. <laughs> okay. Money, no applause. Well, listen, I have, I have to, like, give kudos to Diane Blackman. I know that she's listening right now, and she keeps on sending me notes. Didier, it's hilarious. It's like, you know, I'm looking at my, you know, I am as I'm on the air all the time, and I get questions, and then I choose whether or not I want to put people on the air. You know, it's kind right. of fun, but I'd rather have you know, superstars like you talk. <laughs> you know, so Diane's like, oh, my God, you're both fantastic. Good chemistry. <laughs> she's a doll. Yeah, she's, she's a darling. Well, you know, I should say, I want to say that, you know what, I'm, we're better than my own show to talk about the fact that, you know, th- sort of thanks to you as an impetus to all of this, you know, Diane and I have been thinking about, 
you know, merging and being a partner for quite some time, and um, we're very, very excited that we will be Blackman Rakowitz Public Relations, or BR Public Relations, and um, I want to thank Didier himself and Marco de Comunicacion for designing our website. So when a public relations professional, and in the United States many of us are not in the web design business, you should really call Didier for Marco de Comunicacion, and he will design an award-winning website for you. How's that? There you go. Okay, see, I told you it's all about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you. Okay, yes, let's talk a little bit more. I know you want to talk about Echo as an entity along with Marco de Comunicacion and the fact that, you know, when you partner with the ECHO members, uh, with public relations professionals worldwide, you certainly have the competitive advantage and certainly bring to the table a lot more than some of these large agencies can bring for some of the reasons that you and I have been discussing. So if you want to talk about that a little more, that's fine. Well, I think what I really want to talk about now is uh, people and passion. I think to be successful in our business, uh, communication and PR, you need to be passionate about people. And um, that's what communication is all about. If a person really loves what she does and uh, she's representing a company or a brand with all the passion that it takes, then she's going to make a difference. Um, of course, the strategy needs to be the right strategy. The key messages need to be spot on. And she needs to have all the tools at hand to implement the uh, PR strategy. But if she does it with a passion, that's the real, um, you know, success factor, um, and um, and that's really important. And uh, that makes, um, you know, you realize that this whole business is run by people, and it's all about people. Now, we're very big on people. Um, first of all, recruiting. Recruiting is, is um, very, very difficult. Um, you have lots of candidates, but only one in a thousand is a star of PR, and uh, those are the ones we want to have. Um, and once they're part of this company, there is a whole transfer of knowledge of making them MDC, Marco de Comunicación, uh, ambassadors. It's uh, embedding them with our values, with the way we think about PR, um, you know, the history of our success, the campaigns that have really made a difference in the world. Um, that's, you know, a transfer of knowledge, transfer of uh, way of doing PR. Um, and that comes um, on a day-to-day basis, but it also comes with an in-house training program. Uh, every second Friday, you know, we have a training on a wide variety of topics. And um, it is also about rewarding. Uh, rewarding people is very important. Um, people who um, are doing a great job, you know, get them a bonus. We have job objectives like most professional agencies would do. And we do a job review every six months uh, that's attached to a bonus. And the bonus is a monthly salary. Now, that is motivating. It's not just peanuts. It's a monthly salary bonus. So, you know, it's valuable. And I think also, you know, small things like for uh, Marco de Comunicación, um, giving away the food for free is something that really allows people to cook together, eat together, and spend some time together in an informal way. When we talk about internal communications, you know, we very often uh, suggest to clients to do brown lunches and brown back lunches and stuff like that, where the CEO can talk to their people. We do that every day. You know, we try not to have closed doors, uh, not to create distances, uh, have a free flow of brainstorming, a free flow of sharing and, and, uh, and uh, feeding back input to each other, and that really works well. Um, I think also when we talk about uh, people and passion, that's something you will see in the Echo Network. Um, you know, when you have your own company, obviously, you know, it makes a difference. When you're hired by a big international PR firm, in the end, you're a salaried employee, and, you know, you go only as far. When it's your own company and your own people and you're responsible at the end of the month, 
you know, for uh, paying a salary that makes uh, 30-something families um, come around through the next month and, uh, you know, be happy and be able to uh, grow as a family, then it makes a difference. And, again, you know, that um, that is a, a, um, a kind of circle. Uh, you know, they really make a difference for you and you really make a difference for them. And that, in the end, is to the benefit of our clients. No, I think um, that's true. That's you know what? It's a philosophy, DDA, that you know the Europeans have always done well. Um, you know, it's sort of natural. It's the you know the constant intermingling between you know social and and business. And I thought I always think that the Europeans did that extraordinary with much more um, discipline and um, you know more of an organic sense than Americans ever did. And Americans always have this problem with balance in their lives because they don't know mm. how to blend the two. So, right. you know, but, you know, your your secrets or the way that, you know, you do business is something that also works to your advantage in terms of competition. Because when you go to the, you know, block and chop shops, you know, you know, the cut and paste shops, you know, mm. where you have the my face generation, you know, coming out of college and putting together or, you know, not even graduating from college yet and putting together, you know, presentations and doing research on major, major accounts, um, you know, it's, you know, it's just... It's not the same. Yeah. It's just sort of inexcusable. But I'm giving you a plug mm. as to why you could come into our country and import. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we already have um, four people working full-time in the U.S., um, apart from Maya, this um, you know person who has been working uh, for the, the government of uh, Bolivia. Her name is Geraldine, and we have uh, an, uh, an English person, Annabelle, who has been uh, on the uh, promotion team of Shakira, and she's been working at Fleischmann Hillard. Um, you know, in the U.S. among uh, among other companies. So we have a really great team um, in place um, to service the clients, and none of them are stagiaires, like you say. None of them come fresh from school. All our people have uh, or a marketing or a journalist degree and a couple of masters in addition to that. And all of them have lived in several countries, which really allows you to, you know, plug in into global PR campaigns. Now, when I, when I talked about uh, passion and people, and then you were saying, well, you know, there's something called balance in life. We have that too in Spain. You know, people ask the question, do you live to work or do you work to live? And I think it's the wrong question. I mean, your work is part of your life, and life is part of your work. As long as you're passionate about it, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like fun. Absolutely. And, you know, that's, um, that's the real secret of success, I think. Um, of an agency like ourselves. Absolutely. Um, well, let me ask you a question because we have a couple of minutes to close. How sure. do you foresee working with BR Public Relations? Well, I hope very intensively and I hope on a lot of new accounts. And uh, obviously, I think, you know, there is some stuff that we can um, offer that, uh, you know, that we can bring to the table and uh, you guys from your end as well. So I really think it makes sense for an agency like ourselves coming to the U.S. market, which is huge, to partner with established agencies that already have, you know, maybe a strength in certain uh, areas of media relations with good contacts, and that's what we're really looking to uh, find in, in um, Blackman and, and Rakovich. I like the way you say that. I love the Spanish accent, Black, Blackman <laughs> and Rakovich. I like that. So when I go and see people, we have to say, it's Blackman and Rakovich. <laughs> <laughs> Information pública. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I have I have this surname which is also very open to who, however you want to pronounce it. You know, it's actually Laga. Um, but people call me Lagai, Lagae, Lagai, so you know like whatever, Lagay. whatever works for them is is good for me. Laga, I like that. Didier Laga. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I wanna I wanna thank you um, really with all of my heart for you know the newfound friendship, the new business affiliation. I want to thank you for spending an hour with me on the telephone. And usually after I get off the phone with um, a respected guest like you, I'll write this long letter thanking you and all of that kind of stuff. But you know what? What I do now after my show, I run to the gym. So you're not going to hear it from me until much later. I want to let you know that you were fantastico, so I don't want you to say, gee, I didn't hear from Cindy after the show. Because <laughs> I have to continue to get ripped because one of the selling points of you having an affiliation with two gorgeous girls in the United States is I got to keep in shape. <laughs> Go get a workout. And uh, <laughs> thank you very much for this opportunity. I had a role. I think it was great talking to you. I hope uh, you know the listeners enjoyed it as well. And again, if you want to find more uh, out more about Marco de Comunicación, go to our website www.marcodecomunicacion just one m. Okay, no. T is a T, and uh, you'll find out more about us. Yeah, go ahead and do that. And by the way, get an MP3 of the show from going into Voice. VoiceAmerica.com and put it up on your website too. We will. Okay, well, thank you. Gracias, okay? Thank you very much, Cindy. All right, goodbye, everybody. Have a great PR week. <laughs> 